Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. We are here to discuss Daredevil Season 2, Episode 4. Penny and Dime. That's right, and it's going to be a spoiler review, so if you have not seen the episode, don't stick around to be spoiled. But if you have, join us. Uh, on, on this episode, we've got a, a mainly just two plots. We've got Daredevil chasing down Frank Castle, who is being chased down by the Irish mob, and is caught in an epic fashion, and then uh, the, they torture him until Daredevil catches up and finds him. Uh, and saves him. And saves him. All the while, uh, we, we have Karen Page searching Castle's house because she, is, she does some research and figures out where Castle has, is from and where he's lived. Um, and we get a lot of backstory on Frank Castle this episode. Um, they have had them be an imposing. Pretty much f- all of the backstory yeah. on him. We get he's an imposing force for these three ep- these first three episodes, uh, almost an almost villain. And then this episode, both Karen and Matt learn. Maybe he's the, not that all that bad. The true nature of the Punisher. Yeah. Um, really, really great episode. Really heart wrenching. His story. The. One of the most, one of the saddest monologues I've ever heard. Oh yeah, um, it, it capitalized on something that is is it just already makes me cry. Have you, you ever watched those uh, videos of a soldier returning home? Oh yeah, and like the person recording can't hold it together because they're bawling so bad. Yeah, or, or just in general, I can't control myself from bawling <laughs> because it's always super sweet when a kid realizes their dad's back or their mom's back. Yeah, uh, it's intense and for them that was so clever of them to start there because i think everyone knows those youtube videos and everyone's seen that so many times now and it's always so heartrending to watch and then to hear him describe it that way it just locked me into a really sensitive place and then then to end with her face being gone yeah was so so fucking tragic and you will have so many people talk about this certain concept of TV, which is show, don't tell. Yeah. And I always say fuck that because a lot of my favorite scenes are straight up people telling. Yeah. Um, I, I always bring the, some, some of my favorite, especially science fiction-y things where they explain the plot. I love that kind of stuff. But this is another example of where... This is the most powerful way you could tell that story. They could have had flashbacks and shown it. They could have had Karen kind of learning what happened as she's exploring the house and have flashbacks to whatever. But no, they just had him sit and give one of the best monologues I've ever seen on TV. That was amazing. Well, if if she had gone through the house and there had been flashbacks and things like that, like you wouldn't have had the chance for him and Daredevil to just sit and have a talk about it. And we wouldn't be able to see Daredevil's reaction. I mean, we couldn't anyway because his yeah. face was covered. But he was crying. Oh yeah. And um, like, well, yeah. I don't know if we actually saw tears, but there was there was like a tear it. on the left cheek. Was there? Yeah. yeah I, I was looking for it. And I couldn't see. It. I yeah. didn't see the tears. And then we got we got to see the emotional reaction of the memories from the Punisher. 
Yeah. From well, Frank we, Castle. You see so much there. You learn what happened, which is one thing. Yeah. But you also learn who the Punisher is and, 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 and what, how he feels about the whole thing. You also see the relationship between the Punisher and Daredevil completely change. Oh, yeah. Um, Matt, I think I was wrong about you, Red. <laughs> that was the best. Maybe you're not a pussy. <laughs> that was the best line. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I think I was wrong about you, Red. Oh yeah? What was this about what? Maybe you're not a pussy. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, so also probably the most graphic violent death we've had. Oh yeah. Face blown off. Face I mean the car door was rough, but you didn't have to see it directly. Seeing a human face turn into hamburger is not something <laughs> That it's not something sh- I'm used to. No, that is that is like some serious like horror movie shit. Yeah. Well, so was the drill of the foot. That is very true. You, I was like, are we it. in an episode of Hostel? That's exactly right. Um, and I, I'm a little surprised that he was still able to walk around at all after a drill to the foot. He was limping a lot. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he he was. Well, he was, but then he also had a few moments where he was fighting and he was like throwing kicks and shit, and I was like. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> you, you might need to fight through the pain, man. He's a marine. He knows Ooh. how to do that. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Before we get too much farther, I, we have a little bit of feedback on uh, two episodes ago. Cargo Manshark hits us on Twitter and says, uh, "At MCU Cast, finished Daredevil season two, episode two. I was very relieved to see the dogs okay. I'm glad Frank rescued it, but is he walking it, etc." Hashtag great responsibility. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the phrase, right? With great puppy comes great responsibility. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, this is a very big responsibility. So good. Saving a dog from an Irish mob that you just completely mowed down. And I was glad to see the dog survived. I was a little worried we were going to get a real John Wick situation. Uh, have you seen John Wick? I have not. Well, those who have will know what I'm talking about. But I just didn't want him to drill into the dog. That was that's like the thing. really bad. I seriously was ex- thought, that, the thought dog. that might happen. Peter was about to get real mad. Razor blade, man. Oh man, razor blade. Tucking things inside his skin. Mm. Ugh. that was rough. That was really, really rough. Oh god, and he like. I thought that's what was Ugh. happening. When I saw him with the big slice down his arm, it looked too deliberate, and I thought it was going to be something like that. And sure enough, uh, but a razor blade. It was like a flat razor blade tucked in his skin. It was crazy. Crazy talk. It was uh, – it's, it's hard to think about it. It was just – it was intense. There yep. was a lot of intensity to that. There really was. Um, so that was nuts. Um, I loved Daredevil's um, walking into the henchman's lair and using his little uh, baton to to just knock on the stone to create that noise. It was just so funny. It's just such a rhythm to it. He like walked through, I'm playful, ding. (laughs) Come and get me. Come Uh, and try. And then just completely tearing them up. Yeah. Like taking them into the side hallways so that he wouldn't have to fight them like out in the open until there were only like what three of them? Yeah. It's and really he just kept throwing the baton at people and just like 
he, 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 they do a good job on the show of him uh, using his surroundings, using strategy to take out guys. But then, once everyone's on the ground, he does unnecessary flashy flip kicks. Dude, those flip kicks are awesome. I agree. You gotta they're use... completely unnecessary. No, they're absolutely necessary. I'm just going to use all the force you can. If he did that, like in the middle of a battle... Uh, which, or like while someone's aiming a gun at him or something, like, no. But he waits till on the ground, and then he flip kicks them in a way that would get him shot otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did that in the first episode of uh, season one. Yeah. When Turk was shooting at him, he did a quick little flip. Yeah, I'm not saying all flip kicks. That, that particular flip kick in the hallway on this episode w- took way longer than just kicking the guy in the face. Like... He's on the ground. He but it also had a him. lot more force. Could have punched him. Yeah, he's knocked guys out with less force. It it was just it was just him doing some fancy stuff. Yeah, maybe. I'm not I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it was fancy. It was fancy. It was very fancy. And I appreciate the fanciness. <laughs> he's got some very fancy pants. He wears them around town. Most of the time he's such a brawler that when he does that kind of stuff, I'm always like <laughs> I just got I don't know, it's funny. It's funny to me. Um okay. <laughs> Karen and Matt, what do you think? It's not going to happen now. Yeah, Electra, the Greek girl, is back. Hello, Matthew. Her showing up, like, I, I knew it was going to happen based on the trailers. I was like, she's going to show up at some point. It better be soon. Yeah. Damn it. But we've seen that trailer. As soon as I saw Karen and Matt touching hands outside the bar, I was like, Hello, Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that it was going to be like they might go on one date and then he walks into his apartment and she's Mm. there. But no, not even one date. I was just glad she didn't come up because that would have been hard to explain. Oh, uh, a beautiful beautiful Greek assassin just hanging out in your apartment. Like, oh, this is, huh. Hmm. Karen, Electra, Electra, Karen. (laughs) Well, that's just my ex. I don't know why she's here. She doesn't have a key. And him him walking in, grabbing a beer, and just smiling, like, like to himself, because he's all alone in his apartment, he believes, yeah, was so sweet. Yep. And then for him, I don't know what he heard, but he heard something, and he just grabbed that knife. Oh, that was intense. Might have been the smell. I don't know. He's yeah, got that's a lot true. of senses. It's true. I guess he didn't recognize Electra's smell. It's like, wait a second. I you've, know that scent. You've changed. You've changed perfumes, Electra. <laughs> Sorry about the knife thing. Sorry, I threw a knife through your shoulder. Yeah. You've changed perfumes. <laughs> <laughs> you know better than that. You know. You would think. Well, no, she's an assassin. She's probably got stick slash hand training. You know, whoever. Uh, to slow her heart rate and make it less audible for him. Oh, right. While she's right, just right. sitting there. Because I was like, he he hears heartbeats. Well, then but that might be what he heard once he, like. Yeah, he, he might have heard the he one. He was shuffling around the house and stuff, making his own noise. And then he might have, like, stopped, grabbed the beer, and then. Oh, shit. Yeah. Someone's in the apartment. Hello, Matthew. He couldn't hear her heart over his own heart, a fluttering about Karen. Pounding in his ears. Oh, Karen. Poor Karen. That's gonna Poor Karen. be nothing but nothing. This is not going to be good for her now. No. 
Um, nothing but trouble with that Matt Murdock. I knew it wasn't going to be good for her to begin with because it's he, Matt Murdock. It's, it's never good to get involved with a superhero if you don't know they're a superhero. It just it just causes frustration. He yeah. needs to find out. I don't really even want to see that. I don't want to see him have a girlfriend that he doesn't that doesn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd ra- the whole secret identity, like secret girlfriend thing, like yeah. just yeah, it's kind of played out. Yeah, never really works. I mean, we've seen the Flash. Yeah, it never works. It never works. It says CW man. That's the one thing I don't like about the Flash era. Not to get way off topic, but. Everyone at some point dates everyone, or is at least like sort of has the will they won't they, and and like Dave tried to defend that. He's like, "That's on Arrow, not the Flash." And I was like, uh, "Dave from DC on Screen, yeah, yeah, great podcast, but he's wrong about this." Um, <laughs> he was like, "Not on the Flash," and I was like, "Dude, let's go down the list of people that Barry Allen has like had at least made eyes at, and it's just like every female in the cast, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah." Even those on other shows. Yeah. He kissed Felicity. Yeah. Did he kiss her? Yeah, on the train. Oh, that's that was a sweet, a sweet episode. Um, but yeah, the, the whole Felicity thing. There's every girl just on the show. There's like a thing like where he kind of just flirts with Kate, Caitlin a little bit sometimes. It seems like there's a lot, of, a lot of a little of a will they, won't they there. Yeah. It's just like, it's CW, man. They have to make every male and female character interact in that way. <laughs> It's like <laughs> Dr. Wells. <laughs> is that a new wheelchair? <laughs> uh, I like the way you strut around in that wheelchair. Too much? Maybe. Too much? Okay. All right. You said every one of them. Oh, no. I mean, that's, with him, too. <laughs> um, anyway. anyway. <laughs> I saw the word coming. We digress. Yeah, we do. So this episode... Great episode. Great episode. Oh, and we haven't even touched on one of the coolest parts of the episode. Tasers. Tasers. That scene, just in general, right. the guy's like, don't shoot, don't shoot, we need him alive. And Frank's like, oh, okay. Shoot everybody. I guess I don't have to worry about these four shooting at me. <laughs> I'm going to kill them all in a matter of seconds. And then... Just the, the, he got hit with at least four tasers in the chest, and then stood up, and then stood up and kept coming, and like held the gun up, like he was still gonna do something. I was scared. He already has been injected with some sort of sleepy time dose, yeah, which wasn't working very well. Mm-mm. And then he's tased, uh, and then he, he's still walking. He's still upright, and then he gets hit with one more that brings him down. Finally. That's a terrifying individual. John John Bernthal is the perfect Punisher. Yes, he is. He really is. <sighs> I knew that he was going to be amazing as the Punisher, but yeah. I didn't know it was going to be this damn good. I, w- I, was ex- I was. I did know, and I was fully expecting it to be this good, but I was scared to death because my expectations were so high. How could they ever meet them? Yep. And I have not been disappointed in the least. I've been very happy with this season so far. Yeah, the only real qualm I had was at the beginning when the sound was a little different from what I expected. Yeah. And and it's not even, that's not a problem anymore. That That has not come up at all. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you were smoking during that. I blame blame (laughs) your speakers or something. It might Uh, have been. (laughs) Uh, But, no, it's been a great season so far. Uh, Did we have any other feedback about episode four? I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, let me, guys. Let me double check, though. Thanks for letting us uh, sneak into your ears these last few days. We didn't um, sneak. They came to us. 
we uh, we're really really having a great time covering Daredevil, and thank you very much for uh, sharing the podcast and uh, letting your friends know about the Daredevil rewatch. Um, rewatch the Daredevil watch. Um, we'll be uh, we'll be here every day until we get done with this thirteen episodes. So. Thanks for coming around. Let's see. This guy says, I'm sorry, Aaron Hecker says uh, on Facebook, I'm only a few episodes into the season, or into the second season of Daredevil, but there seems to be a lot of combat sequences that involve headbutts. My question is, why doesn't he headbutt with the horns on his head? I feel like one small spike to the head would do more damage to the other guy while doing less to himself. Just a thought. Um, I think uh, the less to himself thing, probably not because he's wearing that crazy great headgear. Anyway, so I think he's probably safe. <laughs> he's got he a concussion. Well, from a bullet, from a close range bullet. That's, That's different. what I'm, but I'm saying. Like he shouldn't be using his head. Oh, because uh, he's gotcha. got a concussion. I got you. I think I think his uh, I think his helmet's pretty keeping him safe. Uh, and yeah, especially that new one. That new one looks great. I like it. this whole season. They have done a much better job of shooting the costume. Yeah, I don't know how much it's different from what it was last season, but last season darker. That, Last episode, I did not like the suit at all. They um, they lit it a lot. It's they, darker in yeah. this season. Um, I, the colors really... are more subdued. Like it's yeah, still it's so. red, but it's more like a maroon, like a really dark red. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't mind it being red, but I I just I like what they're doing with it. It was just bright and goofy. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, I think so. And I didn't like the way his head looked. Yeah, it looked like the, his his forehead was like scrunched down to his nose. Yeah, for something some like reason. This it just looks great now. Yeah, looks wonderful. Um, so, yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna let you go. Uh, we're gonna be back with you tomorrow. Uh, again, please, if you would share these, uh, share the, this this uh, watch of Daredevil on Facebook or Twitter. It really helps us out. Let new people know about the cast. Um, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with Forty Five Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you want to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or just call us at 573-CAST-MCU. If you want a similar podcast about the DC Universe and its shows and movies, check out the DC On Screen podcast with Dave and Jason. There are, there are some buddies of ours that do a podcast similar to this uh we'll be back with you soon until next time true believers